Welcome back, everybody. This is Paranormal Watchtower, episode two. Myself, Brandon, and Ray. All right. That was pretty energetic. Um, I believe tonight we're starting off with our main segment. We're going to be talking about tips and tricks for people that are just getting into paranormal investigating. I'm sure we'll get into some pet peeves that you see. Um, I know mm. it probably cringes a little bit getting into this subject. Yeah, it's not one that I'm going to talk about too much. We don't want to piss off too many people, but yeah, we'll dabble a little, maybe. We'll dabble. Dabble, dabble. All right. Well, you want to start stuff off since you got the most experience? Well, first off, we need to give a shout out to uh, one of our sponsors. So this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Brian Payne Music. Brian's a local singer-songwriter from Wisconsin, working on building his music career. And been generous enough to help us out with sponsoring this podcast. All Brian's released music can be found on TikTok, his TikTok page, all music platforms, and in his link tree. Brian Payne WI. He thanks you all for your support ahead of time. And he's sent a jingle for the show. He did. He sent us the music as well. You guys want to hear it real quick? Am I allowed to play it? I think you can play five seconds, ten seconds of it if you want. It's off my phone, so you deal with it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you start rapping for us. Yo. <laughs> Gotta hear these hi-hats coming up. It's coming. It's awesome. I love it. All right. So that's from Brian Penny. Yeah, love it. Love it. My phone's just wanting to keep playing it. There we go. Get it off. All right. Oh. Now you're ready to jump into new yes. paranormal investigators? Yes. So, Brandon, if we're brand new to paranormal investigating, just thinking about it, there's a few things that we can suggest to you to help you get started. Go through, I don't know, six, seven, ten little things that'll help you get started. And then if you're interested, we can, I can actually give you suggestions to do as when you actually start actively doing it. There's like certain places to look for certain places you don't want to go to stuff like that. I guess we'll start off by saying, obviously the first thing you don't, you want to do is make sure that you have somebody with you. You want to go to a place that is known as haunted or has a history of paranormal activity it doesn't be need to be proven just especially when you're first starting out it doesn't have to be it's nothing serious you're just trying to get your feet wet you know first places i like to recommend are cemeteries because one they're free they're open during the day and that's when you usually want to go first when you and whenever you do a location you want to see it in the daylight first <laughs> not only do you want to watch for people hiding around the corner, but you don't want to fall into a pit that you didn't know was there. You don't want to fall down some stairs that might be hidden. It's a safety thing. You want to touch base on any of that, Ray? Don't trespass. Nine times out of 10, you're going to end up getting to talk to the cops. And it's weird to explain to cops that you're investigating paranormal stuff. So just don't trespass. Yeah. I know some of you're going to anyway. And there are little tricks you can do to find out who owns the place and to get permission. But that might come later. Hey, boys, ask. 
Check it out during the day. Yeah. Try to do your research on any of the places that you're going to find out if there's been people that have passed away just to give you some sort of knowledge to start associating yourself with. You want to be very gentle when you're when you go into a location, especially one that you don't know. First, I don't know, let's just call it five times. You want to go in there, you know, introduce yourself to, to the spirit. I know it sounds really dumb to go in there and say, hi, I'm Brandon, when you're not talking to anybody. But that's what you should do. It's kind of, you just remember that they were people too. So you got to treat them with some sort of respect, kind of like you're walking into their living room. If you think of it that way, you're walking into their living room unannounced and you want to tread lightly and make, your, make it, give them a nice warm, fuzzy feeling at first and then see where it goes from there. <laughs> what do you think? You like warm and fuzzy, Rick? Warm and fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Like, when I when I investigate, I always try to be polite, even though you know my beliefs are a little different on things. I still am trying to be polite, just in you know, just in case. Oh, and dress appropriately. Dress appropriately. Always bring a sweatshirt. Always bring a sweatshirt. It's usually cold. Is that what you're saying? I'm well. I'm in Wisconsin, so yeah. Mm. There's like seven days throughout the year that it's actually hot at night. That's so, fine. That'd... Uh, some people you want to kind of, now this is a touchy subject of protection. When you first start out, I always, I've kind of known for saying overprotect yourself while you're getting started. You know, if you want to do the prayer way of protection, if you want to do the stones way, if you want to have a little St. Michael pendant in your pocket, something. I like to I like to say you need to coax yourself. You need to be physically ready or mentally ready for it because you never want to go into a place scared. You don't want to bring that fear in with you. That's just going to cause all sorts of problems for you. But once you're in, another little tip and trick I like to do is when you're taking pictures, oh, and get your camera ready before you go there so you're not futzing around in the dark. Another little hidden tip, but when you, when you're telling the spirits who you are, ask them if you can take their picture and then you can actually ask the spirit to join you in your picture. I've seen it work. So that's just another little, little trick, little trick. Who do you think, Ray? You ever tried you seen it worked? No, I don't, I've never tried that. I, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody try that. I've seen people try it. Let's put it that way. On TikTok? No, off of TikTok. This is way before TikTok. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen that on any of the TikTok ghost or paranormal investigators. No. You just ask them? You're like, hey. Yeah, yeah, because... Come put your arm around me. Let's take a picture. Let's take a selfie. Yeah. See, they want acknowledgement. Everybody thinks they're out to scare you and buoy and do that, but they want acknowledgement just like anybody would. Like, it's kind of like kind of like walking into a party when you're a teenager you know you want people to say hi to you and acknowledge that you're there you don't want to go in and just hide in a corner same same premises that's interesting unless you disagree but no. either way i've just never seen anybody try it and i've never tried it i mean might as well try it ain't gonna hurt none it freaked me out if all of a sudden there's like somebody hanging off to my side or something be a good catch though 
I think some. Oh, good. It's about common courtesy. You know, it's just basically just common courtesy. Go in there, treat the spirit how you would want to be treated as a human. It, it, you'd be surprised at the results you can get. Yeah. What do you say about like, uh, provoking like you see on TV? Oh, you went right to that already, didn't you? Mm. I thought we weren't going to talk about this till later. Okay. I can skip it. No, that's all right. <sighs> 95% of the time, provoking is a horrible thing. Horrible thing. I agree. Uh, 5% of the time or less, maybe. I believe that if used correctly, that provoking can be acceptable. And the only way I believe that is acceptable is if you are using it as a defense mechanism. If they are coming at you, you need to stand your ground. If something's coming at you and physically threatening you and you hear it through your voice box or EVP, you need to stand your ground and not back down because they'll use that weakness. They'll use it. So that would be the only time that I would agree with provoking or back provoking, I would call it. But you get what I mean. Right. That makes sense. I got I'm not sure if I've ever like angrily tried to provoke something. Like I'll like I've tried to offer things, like a cigarette or something. Be like, well, that that's more like promoting than provoking. Promoting? <laughs> I don't know. You, I offer offerings, little treats and stuff, popcorn all the time. You know, but do, uh, like, do they like popcorn? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's what they told me they did. It's on video. I got to record it. I think something that's really important to understand is you don't have to go spend a ton of money if you're just starting out. Like, maybe just take a voice recorder, video camera, see if you even like doing it, because it gets very boring. Like, paranormal investigations, 90% of the time, are you just, you're just standing there asking questions to nothing. I mean, it's great when you get evidence, but most of the time you're just standing there waiting. That's a great point. Most people, they see the television shows and they see stuff happening constantly or YouTube videos where you got to realize they're YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. They're clipping the whole night into little bits and showing you the highlights, so to speak. Some of the big shows, you're getting, you know, like a week cut down into an hour. Yeah. 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 Unless you're using an app, then people are playing that off like it's ghosts the whole time. But we can talk about that later. As far as tools go, I think if you just, well, obviously, I always say the most important one is yourself. That's the most important tool. It's your whole sixth sense as far as sensing danger. If you feel like you need to get out of there, then do it. There's a reason for it. But on the on the flip side of the coin, I've been in places where I felt like, oh, I'm I need to take a picture over here. I think something's going on, and just do it. It's almost like you can feel it, you can sense it a little bit. You do it for a while, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's probably people in the chat right now in the listening that that know that feeling. Well, definitely. But the tools go, you don't need much. Voice recorder. I always suggest a voice recorder because it's super fun, like the first year you're doing it, to go back and listen to it. 
you know, years later, it gets old and redundant a lot of times. But once you'll listen for hours and hours and hours just to get that one little three second clip that's going to blow your mind, you know, makes it all worth it. So voice recorder, maybe some sort of EMF detector if you want, not a necessity, but voice recorder for sure. And then once you get comfortable with that, then maybe bump yourself up to like a voice box or a spirit box. You know, you can, there's all sorts of things that you can go up to and add to your collection as you go, but don't worry about right away. You don't need to go out and spend a thousand dollars. All right. Let's say you're a brand new investigator and you got $200. What are you getting? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, oh, easy. I'm going to go buy a brand new investigator. I'm going to go buy a $45 digital voice recorder that has an output that I can plug right into my laptop. All right. They got like a little slide device on the side. Sony has them and, oh, I don't know. They got different kinds that have them. So you got 55 bucks. Yep. I got 155 or just 55? 155. Oh, shit. $200. That's a lot. I don't even need that much. All right. I'll grab a $30 K2. Okay. So that brings me to 75 bucks. Gives me 125. I'll buy a used spirit box. I'll buy a used SB11. 11? Yep. For sure. Yeah, you can get the seven for 80 bucks. No, no. Nope. I got them both. Got them both right sitting right here. I sure do. I I would much rather have the 11 than the 7 for obvious Uh, reasons. The 11 has so much better functionality. I just like the portability of the 7. Well, once you, you know, any investigator is going to tell you the more you use it, the more you're confident with it actually working. You're bonding with it, you know? It's not really about it not working for me. It's just so bulky. Yeah. I guess it's hard to carry all that stuff around. Wintertime, it's fine because, you know, you got a video. I mean, some guys are used to carrying around stuff that's a little bulky. You know, I understand, Ray. It's all right. You know, it's just, it's not that much. It's not that I much bigger. I'm turn it that way somehow. <laughs> it, like, you couldn't even see it for the green screen. No, that's all right. Show them. It's tremendously a big difference. Uh, you can't see it. One, two, three, praise, six. No, it's about four times, uh, three times the size in the front. Damn it. Damn it. Mm, I see nope. you probably fit like six SB7s into an 11. <laughs> Least, maybe even eight. Now, five or six. Five. That's a lot. Five or six. Now, if you're just there doing. Estes method, it's great to have the SB11 for me. That that works so much better for that. So one more thing I wanted to hit as for, for new investigators, a good way to find places to go if you're done doing cemeteries and stuff like that and you want to take the next step, try to get in contact with your local his, historical society because they are more than willing to tell you where these sites are the historical sites you don't have to tell them that you're a ghost hunter or a paranormal investigator just say you're interested in the history what are the oldest spots you want to go to or the most interesting and you can word it however you want but if you tell them i'm gonna go there and 
play with noises or play with toys at night and make the neighbors nervous, they might not tell you as much. So just tell them you're interested in the history and they'll tell you all, all this, more than you want to know. Let me ask you this. Do you prefer to find out history before you go to a new location or after? It depends if I have a medium with me. Oh, really? Yeah. If I, if I don't have a medium on the team that night, then I'd rather know ahead of time for sure. But if I have a medium, I don't want that medium knowing. I don't want anybody on the team knowing what's going on, what happened. I don't want, I sure as hell don't want the medium to find out. So, right. So we'll get what we get. And then once it's all done, then we'll compare notes to the history. That makes sense. I think everywhere I've gone, except maybe Ferrar, I've always waited to do the history after. I just didn't want to influence anything I was hearing. You know, if I do the name Harold or something, of course, I'm going to hear that through that static on the spirit box. Yeah. You're going to want to hear it. Yep. You're going to program so, your, your mind to hear it. Yep. So for me, it's, it's better for me to not do the history ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But at Ferrari, like, it's, it's such an unknown for me. I had to do a little history. I love that place. I just love that place. When are we going back? Soon. 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 And and to be honest with you, I kind of want to do it short notice so 40 people don't find out we're going. I couldn't handle 40 people in that little building. Yeah. It's pretty echoey. Well, it's not that little. Well, the, the gymnasium is super echoey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember when somebody would get loud, like I was on, I was down in the kitchen and I could hear him up on the third floor yelling. Yeah, that'll happen. Yep. It's so open there. So what's next on the list? Um, oh, before you move on, you think about that. When you are new, you want to make sure when you're leaving, two things, two very important things. You don't want to move anything around in the new location. Because you can disrupt disrupt the flow, the, the everyday flow of things for them, okay? You don't want to move too much around. And if you do, just put it back. Not a problem. You want to do some sort of cleansing. So you can't just walk away and say, you're not allowed to follow me. Shame on you. No, that any asshole ghost or something evil is not going to listen to that one bit. They're going to take that as a challenge. And they're definitely going to come after you. So I, I like to suggest to you that you smudge yourself firm believer in that and just make sure you, you know, you say cleansing things and you're trying to make them stay there, but don't do it in the place or in your car, do it outside so that whatever might be starting to attach to you goes out into the abyss and not into your car or into the place that you were just in. Does that make sense? Did you say smudge yourself? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, it's, what are you smudging? You smudge yourself with sage. Oh, okay. Whatever. I've never done that, I guess. Yeah. And you can buy sage very cheap. You can get like two for 12 bucks. A little sage stick. It's are you one like of those hell. sage versus Palo Santo kind of people? Well, I started off, I didn't know anything about Palo Santo. But once I discovered it, 
I think I think Tina was the one who showed me the Pelasanto. That's a much how do I put less abrasive smell. You know, it's it's if you've ever smelled sage, you'll know it's it's very potent smell. It's very potent. So you can get it just about anywhere. I'm not I, I heard through the grapevine that you can get them at most adult stores. Not that I know. I just heard that somewhere. I've never heard that. I just now heard that. Hmm. Hmm. Any other um, points? Well, the internet tells you that you should bring binoculars as like a basis for for tools, but I don't buy that unless Ocular? you're Bigfoot hunting. You know. Yeah. If you're if you're looking for Bigfoot, yeah, binoculars. Perfect. But other than that, I don't think you need it. I got some night vision stuff. Yeah. And you know, they suggest a point and shoot camera. Ah, most people's phones have that, you know. Yep. So. A lot of people's phones can do the voice recording too. Like mm-hmm. you could honestly go out and investigate with just a phone. And just hit record and make a video. Well, look what happened when we were doing the last podcast. Tell them what was going on when you were editing the sound. Oh my from god. My end. I don't know what it is. I think Brandon might have demons at his house. Is <laughs> I'd be having my headphones on editing the last podcast. And just the weirdest stuff would come through his mic. And it wasn't like artifact sounding or artificial sounding or pops and clicks or S's. Like, I sent him a recording of one. Yeah. I don't know if it says anything. I haven't. Maybe since we're talking about it, you should play it. I'm looking for it. I haven't slowed it down or nothing to see if it's saying anything. I don't really. I saved it if you want me to do it. You saved it? Yeah. All right. I think I did. Let me look here. What him? Yeah, I got it right here. Here. <laughs> so I'll send the video that Ray sent to me. Let me see if this will work. Oh, hang on. Got to unpause it. I forget how. Brandon, what the hell is this noise coming from your house? <laughs> what is that, man? It sounds like crazy. I don't know. That's a pretty weird sound. It's very weird sounding. I'm terrified of this episode. <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping that whatever's around me, if you want to talk to Ray, go ahead, give him a message, tell him what you are, who you are. <laughs> tell me Brandon's whole name. That's what I want to hear. We'll mark this right down. I'll check it. <laughs> Creepy. Just tell him boo really loud and scary. Boo. <laughs> you got any other tips or tricks? Oh, pointed? I got, I could talk all day on tips and tricks, but we'll, we'll do, we just covered, you know, the beginnings. So, like I said, basically, cemeteries don't need much for tools, don't need much money. You know, like 60 bucks, 70 bucks would be enough to get started. Right. Digital voice recorder, number one. If you could walk in just with that, you can find one, 40, 45 bucks. Perfect. Get permission to go there. Don't go alone. Try to go during the day to do a quick scout. Be mindful that you're walking into their location. It's their home that you're walking into. So be respectful. Tell them your name. Oh, and tell them how to use the equipment that you're using. You know, because somebody, 
who passed away a hundred years ago isn't going to know what the hell a REM pod is, you know? So if you're using that, show them, show them how to do it. Be respectful, leave it the way you found it and cleanse yourself when you're done. Thoughts? Makes sense. <laughs> like thanks, you thanks, thanks for that intelligent response, Ray. That was awesome. No problem. I'm trying to read it at the same time. Now, like the way you explain things, like what else do you say? Mm-hmm. Be respectful. Did you cover that again? Well, Be you respectful. can, but you can say it again. It's a good point to hit. Gives me something to say. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so, what about this? Are we going to do the? The cryptid of the week. Yeah, you want to move on to that? Yeah, let's move on to that. I think we spent enough time on the All right. ghost hunting in the beginning. The cryptid of this week is none other than the Florida skunk ape. That is something I never heard of until he brought it up to me. I can't believe you never heard of it. I was yeah. interested in this in the 90s when I was a teenager, probably. Because some... Somebody got a photo that was, is a good photo. It looks like a baboon to me. I don't, they say that no baboons escape down there, but you know how people just be having some crazy animals in Florida. Like People are crazy animals in Florida. Right. Like I have no doubts in my mind that somebody probably lost their baboon. Why yeah, they that's all it was? That's kind of what I think, but like the history of it, the first report was in a newspaper in 1818. So, I mean, this legend's been around a while, and there's also reports that uh, the Seminoles and another Native American culture down there had stories of this, and it's supposed to stink. That's why they call it skunk ape. Yeah. Even those Native American stories talked about it being stinky, and it's, they say, six and a half to seven feet, so pretty tall. I think there was a band who actually made a song about it, wasn't there? I think I saw something about that. That could be. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a band that did a song talking about how they were getting chased through the woods and fell down and talking about, the oh, the stench. I saw like a three-second clip of it. So if you do your research on the skunk ape, you'll, you might find that. I found it, and I didn't even look very hard. Like I'm seeing reports 29, 1942... Reports in the 50s through the 70s, it says. So it's like a, a stinky Bigfoot. A stinky Bigfoot. Is it as big as Bigfoot or is it smaller? I mean, six and a half to seven feet. I've heard Bigfoot described a little taller. So it's Bigfoot's stinky kid. Pretty much. <laughs> He's the stinky kid in class. I don't know why in Florida. I'm guessing, you know, back in the day, most of your freight and whatever would probably land in the Florida area coming to America from other countries. So I could see like apes being able to survive for a little bit in Florida. I mean, it's pretty nice down there till a hurricane hits, hmm. you know, and then that might be why there's a lull in seeing any of them. And then, you know, 10 years later, one sneaks on a boat. I'm, I'm not sure I would be surprised if I saw just a wild ape running through Florida. would <laughs> not. I don't, I don't know if it would even surprise me. And I'm all, I've only been to Florida, what, once or twice? I've never no, been. three times. Well, wait, I take it back. I forgot. I went down there a few times. Well, they say it. Got engaged down there once. Just once? 
Yeah, yeah, just once. They say it's busted into people's homes, stalked people, killed farmers' livestock, including a horse and a bull. You got to be pretty big to, to kill a bull. Yeah. And things are cheap. A police officer reported hitting one with his car. Well, you would think if they if the cop hit it with his car that he would have apparently evidence. Not. Apparently not. So he hit it with his car and it got up and ran like a stubborn buck. Right. Okay, so he didn't kill it. Yep. In 1997 was a photograph that's pretty famous. That's probably the one that got me interested in it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. California even tried to pass a bill to protect humanoid type species. It didn't pass. But I, Wait, I what state did that? Or Florida, sorry. Oh, well. I say California. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. It says 1977. They failed to pass a bill proposed to make it illegal to take, possess, harm, or molest anthropods or humanoids. Wow. <laughs> I hmm. take it serious. Right? <laughs> Hopefully soon we'll have it where I can put up pictures on our video yeah, feed. Yeah, so we can show pictures of this this thing. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. But just Google that, it. You'll find plenty of pictures. Yeah, yeah, just Google it. The skunk ape. You'll see the picture of him behind the tree. He looks like a big black, long haired ape. With a I think he's got a silver beard, if I remember correct. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a baboon. I've seen a few videos that didn't look like that picture, so that's why I'm really thinking that picture is a baboon. And those of you who are just listening, we are gonna open it up to to questions that are listening to our listeners. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Who knows what's going to come up with that in just a few minutes here. Yep. You got anything to add about the Florida skunk ape? No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to ever see one. <laughs> I don't want to smell one, it sounds like. Yeah, it's my luck to end up being a skinwalker of some sort. All right. Let's go into the uh, supernatural crime story of the week. Now, this one's pretty famous. As you may recall, 2013, Elisa Lamb in the Cecil Hotel in California. Okay. Now I know who that Now I know who it is. When you sent yeah. me the name, I didn't know who it was. But if you would have said, hey, it's the woman that did the freaky stuff around the elevator and then ended up in the water tower, I would have known exactly what you meant. To this day... It's hard for me to watch the video of her in the elevator. Like the way her hands were just did not seem normal. Right. She looked scared. Yeah. And they're like, she has a mental illness. And I understand that, but that don't make your hands deform like that. Um, like, can you tell people that are listening a little bit of a backstory about her? I don't remember all the details. Yes. Let me get here. So pretty much she was a, Young young lady that went and stayed at the Cecil, and sometime in the night, she just started acting strange. And this is on security surveillance video. This is all based on security footage. Yeah. Like n none of it is filmed by somebody. It's all from the hotel footage. But she like dips in the elevator, looks out. She's looking down the hall, like to me, obviously looking for somebody. And then she like hits all these buttons on the elevator, and the Did way she come back in the elevator. 
Like she went out and then like got scared and came back. Yeah, in she again. like scooted around the edge of the elevator and then darted back in. Mm-hmm. And it, it's one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. I don't like to watch it, honestly. It is a little creepy. It's creepy. First you time I probably... seen it and her hands were doing that weird stuff. Dude, I don't understand how that happens. Like that's straight out of some exorcist shit right there see i feel like i'm missing something because i don't remember the hands i'm gonna have to oh my god look it up again you watch the hands i don't even know how to explain it maybe it's just the quality of the video that makes it look weird but it freaks me out every time you know rumor had it that rumor has it that after they 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 closed it down a while ago right the hotel was, was closed for the longest time and now, and I don't know if it's true, but the rumor mill says that they're turning it into apartments. That's what I've been hearing. I think I even read a newspaper article about it. I mean, hey, <laughs> how, do, how do you get a haunted apartment? That's how you get a haunted apartment. Like you said she checked in with her parents every day. And then January 31st, those calls stopped. She had vanished. And then they find her in the water tank on top of the hotel. Yeah, on the roof of the hotel. Yeah. And people were complaining because the water tasted funky. Oh, isn't that gross? Oh, God. Well, this was whole thing. She didn't have her clothes on either, right? Her clothes were separate. Yeah, were they laying out up there on top? Yeah, they were. I think they were on top of the, the thing. Like, there's a small hole in the top. And they, somebody, somehow it opened. And she either fell or got pushed or jumped in here's the thing too with that is the uh access to get on the roof is secured with the, one of those alarm doors <clears throat> oh that's right i forgot about so what is she how does she even get up there right never seen any video of her up there so i don't know if they just never had cameras like i know one popular theory was that maybe somebody that worked there was involved mm-hmm and that's who she was kind of running from, and he had control of the elevators, and that's why the elevators were acting strange. Hmm. I I don't know. I I I feel like there was either some somebody slipped or something in her drink, that or 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 there's something not paranormal but supernatural going on there. Something, something, something's definitely amiss. Like she, and she was in that tank for it looks like a couple weeks. Oh man, can you imagine taking a shower in that water, trying to have a little vacay with the misses? And of course, you know the Cecil's famous for, you know Richard Ramirez. Oh, another another serial killer. That guy wasn't. We don't need to get into him. This story is a whole another. Oh yeah, worms. He's nuts, but like the Cecil's famous for this stuff. And then for that to happen to her there, and you know, her parents have come out and said that she had some mental issues. I don't remember if it said schizophrenia or not, which does explain quite a bit, except for the movement of the hands to me and just how weird the elevator was acting. Bugging me about those hands. I got to go watch it. I got to go watch it. I got to see the hands. I got to see I'll the tell hands. you what. Before we get into the questions, I'll let you go watch it real quick. I can't see you, Ray. Fucking, it's weird. You can't see me. Oh, there you are. She's had the phone with her husband. They're weird. They like they were going like this, but like bending in weird ways. Oh, like yeah, it was. I, I'll send you the clip that I'm talking about. 
I saw the whole two and a half minute video. I watched the whole thing. Well, you should have seen it then. Well, I mean, she does this a lot with her hands in the in the hallway, like she's talking to somebody. Like zoom in on it when you're watching it. I'll have to go back later. I'm not going to waste another two and a half minutes. Oh, all right. So you want to do the questions? Yeah, we can do that. Right. What do you know about the Wisconsin hodag? What do I know about the hodag? It's what it says. The hodag is a party put on in Wisconsin. They call it the hodag. Oh, it's a party? Yeah, but there's probably, I think it was named after a creature that was found a long, long time ago. <laughs> kind of like... Kind of like the Wisconsin Bigfoot, I would, I think. Like shindig. Yeah, like a shindig, exactly. I'll have to look that one up. Maybe that can be a cryptid of the week sometime. Ray, how did your religion play into your paranormal beliefs? I mean, it plays a lot into them. I would say, you know, because anybody that is religious has a view of the world in certain ways, you know, People that aren't religious still have their own views of the world. It, it, all that plays into how you view those things. I, I try not to mix the two when I'm talking about it most of the time. But it, it it's constantly in my mind. It's hard not to. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what? It's grind mirrors. I love them. I love the idea. I, I love the 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 way that if used properly, what you can see, I've only done it a few times and I tried using the actual scrying mirror. And this is many years ago, but I recently found out that well, recently being in the last six, seven years that you don't need an actual scrying mirror. You can use your TV when it's off and how, and those of you who are listening right now don't quite understand what a scrying mirror is or what scrying is. There's multiple different kinds of scrying, but the one they're talking about is basically when you steer, you stare into a reflective surface, we'll call it, and you stare for a long time to kind of where you start. I don't want to say you start getting sleepy, but you kind of will start. see. You'll start seeing things. You'll start seeing shadows move and stuff like that. And I know how that sounds. It sounds crazy. There's going to be people saying, well, I call bullshit on that because you're falling asleep. That's why you're hallucinating. But no, most people believe that you are actually seeing something from another dimension. Take it for what you will. I'm not here to make anybody believe, but I do like them. I like them a lot, actually. So you've actually, have you done the TV thing? I've done the TV thing. I do it all the time. I have a TV in my room that I never cover at night. I always leave see? it open. I am rolling the dice. What do you see in it? I I I I don't want to say. I don't want people oh. to think I'm freaking nuts. Well, I you mean, know? too late for that. <laughs> like, might as well just go ahead and go over the cliff with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I, curious. I've, I've never tried it before. I've never tried a striking mirror. I've, I've seen. I've seen teeth. I've seen. I've seen some scary looking teeth. Like scary teeth? Like yeah. demonic teeth? It, it, more or less. Or like yeah. just like zombie teeth. But you got to remember, I live in a house where, you know, just a month ago, something grabbed my leg and pulled it off the bed. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be about that. Grabbed, grabbed my inner thigh and pulled my leg off the bed. I mean, you know, my bedroom door flies open at will, you know, 
and opens to where it slams against the wall. You know, I mean, look around, you know, you know what I've got here. Have you Skeletons ever and all sorts of cursed and haunted items, especially in the room I'm sitting right now. Have you ever turned your TV to like snow, like poltergeist and tried it? No, I don't have cable. <laughs> so, so I don't have any like open channels like that. And they just go black. They're like yeah. staticky at first. And then digitally. Like, Apparently my dog's going crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's hearing some of the EVPs that we're picking up on this broadcast. That was so freaky. But digital TVs kind of ruined the whole poltergeist thing. Yeah, yeah. Ray, what do you think the most helpful and accurate paranormal investigation tool is and why? Helpful and accurate? Ooh, that's a tough one. I would probably say your video camera. I mean, because it's going to pick up voices, pictures in front of you, orbs. Like, that's, to me, would be the most helpful and accurate. I don't know if it proves anything unless you catch a full body. Did I but hear you say orbs? I did say orbs. <laughs> <laughs> like, real, real orbs. None of these dust orbs, snow orbs. Oh. I swear I've only seen one real orb in my life. And personally, personally now. And I was at the fire hall, and we walked by the ambulance, and this was back when you couldn't download your lives off TikTok. So you went live, and that was it, unless you were screen recording, and I didn't. But this bright light, like, showed up right in front of me and then zipped off to the be my right and left, like, a trail behind it, and then just disappeared. Like that. Was, that, that was, was it through the camera, or was it? You could see it on both. I was watching it there, and I looked down, and I could see the stream still left on the camera. Okay, so like, you were watching it in real life, not through a screen. Right, yeah. To, I me, mean, it, to me, that's a world of difference. It was bright, like really bright. It was almost like somebody turned a flashlight on in front of me, and it just whipped off like half a second and left a trail and was gone. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. See, that could spark a whole conversation. Like, we could do a whole podcast on just on the orb theory, orb theories. You know, people think, well, you know, if it emits its own light, it's real. Or if it has a face, it's real. Or if it's a certain color, that means that that's my favorite, in my opinion, BS story ever. <laughs> but a lot of people believe it, so I shouldn't shit on it too bad. But... Right. If if you see an orb and it's red, that means it's mad. Or if it's blue, that means it's embarrassed or whatever. I'm like, all right, really? I'm sure it has nothing to do with the other items in the room reflecting off of the little piece of dust floating around. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. You know. No, One I no. saw was bright, bright white. And the trail behind it was kind of like you look at the sun and look away and you see that bluish color. It's just it's like you looked at a really bright light and moved your eyes is exactly how it looked. How can you tell the difference between a real orb and a, I don't know? Like that's tough on a photograph. Yeah, on a photograph you can't. There's there's really no way. The best way is on video, and the only way I've found to make it believable is there has to be another action along with it. Like there, you have to have some sort of a, you have to have a human being in the video reacting to something he can't see. To me, that's validation. 
You know, like I said, I use this example all the time. If you have, if you're recording somebody and this orb you see come and flies, or as Zach would say, light anomaly flies into the head of your friend and then flies off and your friend goes, Oh, oh, my head hurts. Dang. There you go. That's something. That's something that I would consider more real. So there's got to be something else that goes along with it. A photograph, it's pretty hard to do. You know, you can't prove anything else. There's one. That's for you. Yeah, I can't. Between Sage and Palo Santo. What's the difference? One is a leaf and one is a piece of wood. And the leaf is obviously the sage. It's leaves, dried leaves that stink. And Palo Santo has a much more of a fragrance to it other than a doesn't smell so burnt like sage does. Sage smells very burnt, a very burnt smell, more kind of kind of a little bit like burnt hair, kind of. Are you? No, no. I don't like the smell of sage. I'm not a big fan. I don't know what it smells like. You've never burned sage? Really? What am I going to do with sage? Well, cleanse yourself with it. Don't you know anything? No, I just <laughs> shower. <laughs> water. Shower with holy water? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I got jokes, but none of them are appropriate. Well, that's all right. Raymond. You're not a- who, who's calling me Raymond? Salt. I love it. Do you feel that there? <laughs> do you feel like there are any legitimate phone spirit box apps, and what would make them legitimate, or are they all just gimmicky? I don't know. I think intent plays a lot into do into what you're doing. Like if you watch Dylan with Midwest, that ghost tube was amazing for him. Ghost tube for me, it hated me. It didn't do anything. Just spit out random things um i've always liked necrophonic but i don't know how you could ever say any of them are as legit as just using an sp7 like i'm even saying if you bought the ovilus i'd still consider the sp7 evidence over that so hope that answers that i concur nice yeah i'm i was never a fan of ghost tube never was Never, I never believed in it, but it goes back to when you've talked about you got to have a bond with things like Dylan had a bond with Ghost Tube. Yeah, I think he's probably the only one that it worked for out of our little friend group. That was what was funny about it, isn't it? It didn't do that for any of the rest of us. No, no, Um, crazy. And Necrophonic worked a few times. I proved that it could work, I proved it, proved it without a shadow of a doubt. On and I've got the video up on my TikTok account. Feel free to go look at it. Real ghost plug, hunter. plug, plug. Real ghost under one, plug, plug. <laughs> but yeah, and basically what I did was I wrote a number down on a piece of paper, asked the spirit what it was, and it told me, and even told me who said it, which was even more impressive. So I've definitely gotten crazy things off Necrophotic. I haven't used a whole lot of the other ones, Phasma Box. There's one that had like 20 tools in one, like ghost toolbox, or I don't remember what it was called now. It had some cool stuff if you had the iPad Pro, which I don't have, so I didn't get to use all the cool stuff. I saw the SRS question just now. Yeah, that was apparently both of us. I do not like SRS. SRS is freaky. 
SRS is freaky. I still have it today. I still have it today. I could use it right now if I want. <laughs> I know Kyle's really pissed that he doesn't have it. I don't know if he ever did get it after that, but hopefully he did. But it's it's freaky. They took it down. It's it's. I don't, I don't know why. The rumor mill, I remember saying that they took SRS down because it was bringing in evil. Whether that's true or not, or maybe it was just part of the hype, I don't know. But it's a cool story to talk about yeah. nonetheless. My guess is it wasn't making them a lot of money. They didn't want to keep updating it, so they just let it go. Yeah, that's that's the more realistic answer. Yeah, you know? But it's not the fun answer. No, not at all. Brandon, will you teach us more about scrying mirrors in future podcasts? Sure, we can talk about it more. You know who uses scrying mirrors more than anyone else is Witch Talk. I can see that. They they have they have it down to a perfection, you know. I'm just a dabbler. I'm a dabbler, dabbler, dabble, dabble, dabble. They're the ones who do it all the time. They'd be able if you're looking to learn, learn from a witch. Don't learn from a paranormal investigator. How do you get the images in the TV? Do you have to say like a chant or anything? Nope. You just just stare at it and just stare at it. You stare long enough to where you're sick of looking at it. And that's when the stuff starts to happen. We need to do an experiment. Do I got any volunteers? I need some somebody or a couple of you to try it and report back to me before the next podcast. Ray, would you try a scrying mirror? No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't try it? I don't want to see nothing. Do you have a TV in your room? Yeah. Well, do you sleep with your TV on? No. Oh, so they're watching you already. I mean, they might be. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> oh, ignorance is bliss in this situation. Right. As long as they can't come through the TV, I'm all right with it. I'm going to try to. I don't know they can't. Haven't you haven't my head, had anything they can't. happen in your room? I got scratched once. Remember, I don't know if you remember those big-ass scratch marks down the inside of my knee. I got made fun of more because of my white legs than anybody cared about the fact I got scratched by demons. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what friends are for, you know? Right. <laughs> that's the only thing that's ever happened in my house that I know of. Well, you had that. I know you had that fire or that shadow figure in the firehouse. Oh yeah, that was cool. I forgot about that many years ago because I do edit it a long time oh, ago. Yeah, that was when I first started investigating. What if I brought my scrying mirror to your house? Would you? You still would try? No, I, I wouldn't do a Ouija board either. And I, I could have at Ferrara. I had my camera right above the people doing the Ouija board. I watch a couple different times, didn't you? Yeah. Were you had it up? Weren't you standing right by us when when I was doing it too? Yeah, you were doing it upstairs. Yeah, and then I went down where Mike and uh, Jen, I think it was, were doing it. Yep, in the classrooms. Like I have no problem watching it. I just don't. You I don't, just don't want, want to touch it. it. No, <laughs> I want to see nothing in my TV. I want nothing <laughs> talking to me through a board. And I understand it's no different than asking stuff on an SB7. It's just a little more personal to me because you're like making that physical connection, it seems. I don't need that. I don't need to look deep into the eyes of the darkness. 
Yeah, somebody in the chat has my has the coolest scrying mirror I've ever had. <laughs> so you can ask questions. Did Fuki get your scrying mirror? Yes, she did. She probably didn't pay what it was worth. Well, we know how it goes. Is what it is. <laughs> I still think she got a deal, but eh, whatever. Don't matter. Have you seen anything in it, Fuki? <laughs> what gun you started in the paranormal? <laughs> the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I got me investigating was watching people on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, I've always been in the paranormal. Just never thought about investigating until I saw people doing it. True, true, true story is what got me started. On I, you probably have all heard this story already. When I was younger, I heard a voice at grandparents' house that nobody else heard. And it became a custom. His name was Philip, or at least he went by Philip. Long story short, I was the only one that heard him. By the time I was nine, it went away. And that made me curious as to why it went away. So I started looking into it and then didn't do nothing. My whole teen years just chased girls the whole time I was a teenager. And then in my 20s, I started researching and doing stuff. And I thought I about died. I turn around and my wife is like sitting on her butt with her arms behind her, looking through the room way down low, like one of them spider women. Scared the crap out of me. I turn around and like she's at floor level. She's trying to get the dog out of here. And I had no idea she was behind me, dude. I just turn and see a face mm-hmm. staring at me from like a foot above the ground. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I only. I might have to take a break. Uh, it scared you that bad, huh? Oh, man, we're talking about seeing shit in the scrying mirror, and I turn around, there's like a face stared at me, and all I see is her arms behind her. Like, she could have been walking backwards on her arms and legs, like in the movies. Oh, I would feel sorry for you, except for that one time when I turned over over my left shoulder and saw a drippy floating head. Oh, that'd be terrifying. So, you know, it's hard for me to feel sorry for you. <laughs> Wouldn't have scared me so bad if we weren't just talking about <laughs> TVs. He closed the door on me, so now it's probably echoey. No, I think you're good. She didn't even take the dog. Reggie stayed in here. <laughs> that lady. All right. Do we got any more questions or what do we got? We got to have a good one to close it out. Got to have a good one. Do you have a question that you want to ask me? Me? Yeah. Oh, God. Are any of your kids into the paranormal? <laughs> my daughter were messes with tarot cards and crystals. I don't think my son, he wants to go investigate, but he wants to go investigate with one of his college friends. So I think it's just one of those things. I would say they're into it. Yeah. My oldest daughter is just starting to get into it. She's been afraid of it her whole life. She hates everything I have in this entire library room that I have my collection. She hates it, but she's starting to come around my younger one, Haley. Oh my God. Yeah. Riley's the older one. Haley's the younger one. Haley is all about it. She loves it. She's been, she used to go on Snapchat when she was with her friends and she would talk to spirits and try to get them to interact through their Snapchat, you know, and they had that dog filter that would appear and it would have like ears and start panting. 
Yeah, she she made a video of ask, talking to the spirit with that. You know, I didn't Wish have to help her. House. Yeah, she was in her room. Oh, she actually caught her first EVP. Five. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years ago. She caught her first EVP in our house. That's put her on her phone. Sent it to me. Ten or eleven, right? She's just turned eighteen. So yeah, she would have been ten or eleven. That's crazy. Yeah, she's been interested ever since. Loves horror movies. She finds out I go to a horror movie without her. She gets pissed. But the older daughter's scared of the stuff. For yeah, she's she's just starting to warm up to it. Just starting to warm up to it to where she's. Well, I like that too. I think it's just because she wants to be part of the gang. To be honest with you, I mean, we are the cool gang. Oh well, yeah, you know, everybody wants to be part of the cool kids. Yep. God damn it! There was something that popped into my head about beginning ghost hunting that I was important that I forgot to bring up and now I forgot it again. Oh. Yeah. Probably something that could have saved a life. Yep. Could have. I guess we'll have to save it for another time. For another time. We got plenty of podcasts to go. Yes. All right. I'm going to end it. All right. Well, thank everybody for coming in. This is going to conclude Paranormal Watchtower episode two. Thanks for everybody for coming in and listening. Those of you who are just listening, we appreciate you for coming in and doing that as well. My name is Brandon. This is Ray. We'll see you on the next one. Yep. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us on TikTok, same name. Look for us on all your major podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>